friends, and welcome to Girl Talk with Bonji. I am so happy to be here and welcome back. I know I said that I was going to, in this episode, that I was going to go through the weeks of my heartbreak, but I decided to just do the backstory of the guy that broke my heart, how we met, and how I loved him, how much I loved him, and loved him, and you know, um, the little roller coaster ride that we was on. Um, so pretty much I met him online, <laughs> like I met everybody. So he reached out to me, we talked, we chatted, he told me that he was a complete gentleman and he was looking for someone like me, which I am, you know, submissive in a way and pretty much like a daddy's girl type of girl. <laughs> um, he said he would be honored to have me in his life. So I gave him my number, we talked on the phone, we had a great conversation. I decided that, um, you know, we can meet for lunch a couple of days later. Um, when we met for lunch and I saw him, he was just beautiful to me. Body, face, everything. Um, he was the total pa- package to me. And I just instantly fell for him, like just instantly fell for him so we talked we laughed we had things in common he liked fun I liked fun um he was funny smart he owned his own business he had a really really super nice car several of them he he was showing me like where he lived a view of the city and just he just had me hooked and um I was just thinking to myself, oh my God, this is it. This is the man. I'm going to make him fall in love with me. We're going to get married and going to be living happily ever after. This is what I'm thinking. And I I don't know if he was reading my mind or whatever, but he looked up at me and he says, you know, I'm going to take you home, right? And I was just like, okay. (laughs) I I remember I went home and I grabbed my toothbrush and some clothes and I jumped in his car and I mean, he was about an hour and a half, two hours away. We we rode to his house, and then when I saw where he lived in a beautiful blue, I mean, the beautiful view shining back at me over the Hudson, I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This man is amazing, and his view is amazing. <laughs> um, so we went up into his apartment, and um, for three days... We had this amazing, amazing sex. I'm talking stupid, good sex. And I just knew that, God, this is me. This is my man. I got to I got to get him. I got to keep him. I, I just had to have this man. I mean, damn. And I never believed at first sight. I love at first sight. I never really did. But I, I, I can honestly say that I might have fell in love with this guy within the first five minutes of meeting him he was just everything that I always wanted sometimes you got to be careful for what for what you wish for because you just might get it so we continued to see each other for you know a few months um I would go to him every week every week that I was off um I would catch up up the train uh, walk some miles then catch the boat (laughs) to get back over to, to Hudson and didn't get to him it was just ridiculous but I did it and I was excited every second of the way um I just like the feeling that I felt when I was with him when I was going to see him when I talked to him was just so unreal I've never ever in my life 
felt that way before about anyone at all. I felt so alive when he kissed me. I mean, this man touched me in places that I never knew existed. He went so deep into my heart and into my soul that he pretty much became a part of me. It's just so hard to explain how much control this person had over me because I fell so completely in love with him. He turned my world upside down. He came into my life and he totally took control of it. The feelings that I felt for him was just just unbelievable. It, they, it just blew my mind. I, I craved him. I needed him. I had to be with him. <sighs> wow. I mean, and I, I really and truly believe that my love was was not crazy or weird. My love for him was pure. It was pure and innocent and deep and feeling. It was, it was love. It was like real, true love. Um, God, man, when he, when being with him, when he touched me, just when he smiled at me, I melted my, my whole body just, just melted into his. It's like, I just wanted to just be a part of him. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, I, I just, sometimes even thinking about it now and it's, it's, um, I, I still get a feeling or, or, you know, just, I, I get these emotions and it's been a very, very long time. Um, so pretty much we continue to see each other. We, we, you know, we spend our, all of my free time together cause I worked a lot. And, uh, I remember when, after the first time he went away, he said he was going to a wedding. Wedding. I didn't really think about it much. I didn't think about, you know, oh, well, he probably was going with a girl or anything. I did not think about that. I did not, it never entered my mind. So he goes away for this weekend and um, he just didn't call me. He didn't call me at all. And I'm calling and I'm texting and I'm leaving messages and I'm crying and, you know, I'm worried, sick. And it was just like, you know, I got nothing, nothing for those hundreds of texts and calls that I sent. And, um, it just, it was, um, I was miserable. And then when he came back, he called me and he said he never got my messages, which was pretty much a lie because he had to, or either he just turned it off. I don't know, turned off the phone. I, I don't know what they do, but, um, you know, I was like, Oh, you know, okay. I was so worried. So we continued to just do our thing that we were, we were doing and, um, he was just, um, perfect. And I remember one time he was like, you're getting close. You're getting too close to me. You're, you're having to, your feelings are getting too deep for me. And, um, I was just like, what are you talking about? You know, cause he decided that he was going to back off, <laughs> back off. And, um, he did, he, he backed off. He wouldn't answer my calls. He wouldn't, call me back he wouldn't text me back and I would cry and and I wasn't when I wasn't talking to him I was I would get depressed I would feel just so so sad and alone and and all of that and then when he decided that he wanted to see me again um he called um and I would go to him I would drop every single thing and I would be on that train and boat (laughs) and I would be knocking on his door and um, I would be happy again. Um, I I can't believe sometimes now that I think about this, 
just how much value I put into him and not into myself. Um, I loved him more than I loved me. And at that time, I really didn't love myself anyway. So there that, there that is. The secret to love is to, is to love yourself. Um, he, I remember he told me, uh, you know, that he was seeing other women. And I just really didn't care. I just like, well, I'm his number one, blah, 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 blah. Um, we are creatures unlike any other. We are always, we're not only somebody's number one. We are their only one. I'll never forget that. So if a man has to see other people when they're seeing you, that means they're still looking for the person for them. So, and you are obviously not that person else. He wouldn't be seeing other people. So just keep that in mind when somebody is trying to play you or use you or, and, and you let it because it's not good. And all you're going to do is get hurt. I would make up excuses why he would leave me. And I not always blame myself, you know, well, I was too needy or I didn't. I would go to his home and clean it like I was his freaking maid on my hands and knees scrubbing his floors. And I would I would have done anything for this man to get him to love me, to show him my accomplishment, that I can clean, that I can cook, that I can have sex really good. I mean, that I can accept anything. I would have, I would have done anything, Not not only... I would have done anything. I did do any and everything to try to gain his love. It, love shouldn't have to be that hard. You shouldn't have to work at it like like I did. And um, I really became de- dependent on him. I had to talk to him every day. Every day he had to talk to me. Every day he had to say good night to me or good morning. And um, if he didn't, I was just lost in my day. Um, it was horrible, <laughs> but that's what it was. Um, and like the weird thing is about this, like he wasn't pretty much any different than any other relationship that I was in, but he was just, I don't know. He just made me feel so good when he touched me. He touched my soul. He touched my whole entire being. Um, I remember I just putting my head on his chest and have his arms around me. I just felt so complete, just so complete and safe with him. Wow. We, um, we were together for a couple of years, um, a few years, but two and a half, maybe three. We were together for a while, off and on, <laughs> always off and on, because he left me a lot and he came back a lot. Um, I just could not imagine myself with him, and I would make him promise that he would always be my friend, that no matter who, what happens or who he see, or even if he got married, that he would always see me. So I pretty much almost said he never got married, but he would see other women and I would be the one that he was hiding from them, and I accepted that. Um, I remember one time he came to my house, and he actually called a woman on my on his phone in my house and told me to, you know, to be quiet, to sit down, be pretty, and don't say a word. And I sat there, and I didn't say a word while he was literally lying to another person in front of me. And I like I really don't know how I felt felt about that. I really don't know. I remember. We were having sex. He was on the couch. I was on him or whatever. And he literally texted somebody. And I turned, you know, turned around. I was like, are you, are you serious right now? And he's just like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, baby. And then he just, you know, held me and kissed me and apologized and said that'll never happen again. This was like, it's just so much. And I loved him so much that I believed his words and not his actions. I believed every single thing he said to me, but I did not look at the way he treated me. 
I did not see the hurt and the pain that he was causing me. I did not, I, I did not see it. I just listened to his words. I trusted in his words. I trusted in all of those lies that was coming out of his mouth because I loved him so much. And if I only loved myself half as much as I loved him, half, I would not have been in that situation. I would not have allowed him to treat me that way. Um, I remember, I remember the struggling, struggling for months, you know, of trying to figure out how to tell this man that I loved him because I figured if, if I told him that I loved him, that he would, he would maybe find it in his heart to love me back, to give me a chance, to give me a, a chance to, to love, to give us a chance. But, um, I, I remember I said, I, you know, I love you. And he just said, I know. And um, that was it. And we just continued to eat our dinner. And <laughs> we went on to his house and he made me feel good again. Um, that was crazy. It was just so... Just thinking about this and talking about it all these years later, it still amazes me how much that... A person, one person could have touched my life. Now, although I have to admit that, although this was a crazy relationship, and it was probably one of the best and worst times of my life, I, right now, I am thankful that I experienced this. I am thankful that I had to go through this. I mean, I kind of see it as... Um, me getting paid back, my punishment for all the bad things I've ever done in my life. Um, so I, I'm free. I, I started free again. Um, I started new again. That's, that's, um, how I feel. Like I apologize to people after, after we broke up the last time I, you know, I thought back on my life and how, bad I was to people and um I I realized that that was my punishment and I accepted it and I go on and I'm 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 different now I'm nice I'm considerate you know I believe in my God tremendously so out of all of that something good did come out of it so back to the story (laughs) because that's how much this affected me so you know I mean I (laughs) I also remember one day we're we're driving, we're going to dinner or going somewhere for the weekend or whatever. And um, he, I was talking and I was like, "You remember this and you remember that." And he said, "You know, no, or oh, oh yeah." He's like, "But you're the keeper of our memories. You remember everything that we do together, and you know, you just keep those memories within you." It's like he he knew how to manipulate me, how to manipulate my mind, and I did. I remember every single moment, second we've been together what everything we did together and I kept them and I held on to him and I would when he wouldn't call me I would text him and remind him of it and remind him of a day we were together or when we made love or how we just anything just to get him to to remember and to call me and to reach out to, to me and to touch me I was desperate for this guy it was it was I was desperate I, I never stalked him or do anything like that but you know I needed to talk to him I needed to hear his voice I needed him in my life um I believe now that memories are just, you know, uh, something in your mind that 
that keeps you sad when when you're <laughs> when somebody hurts you or break up with you. We hold on to these happy times, these good times. I never held on to the bad times. I never realized, I never even acknowledged all of those tears and all of that heartache that I felt. I just always, even when I was in my heartbreak, the the memories of our happy times is what kept me down pretty much. It's what kept me depressed and down and just thinking about all the good times that we had, never focusing on those bad times and how he was making me feel and how bad he was being to me and treating me so memories i i don't i'm not really like a big fan of of memories um i'm not a big fan of words too i look at people's actions and i define that person by how they act not by what they say um this man was everything to me like just everything and the and the ins and out of my life was a very emotional, this emotional roller coaster that we were on, these ups and downs and swerves and circles were was just it was it was just absolutely crazy. And I remember I always wanted like a passionate relationship, like you see on TV. I was like, God, I, I want that. And then when I got it, it was just like, what the fuck is going on? And my my heart was just being broken over and over and over again. And I, you know, that is not good. It's not something that's not love. It's, that is no way can love be that way. So remember that if, if somebody is constantly just hurting you and knowing, knowing that they're doing it, you, you have to just try to find the strength to believe in yourself and to, to walk away. Now, I knew I couldn't walk away from him. I, I knew it. I knew I couldn't walk away from him. And I remember when he he left me again <laughs> and um, said that we needed to have time apart. First, he was like, oh, maybe we should see each other every other week or once a month. And I was just like freaking out. So he was like, okay. So when I freaked out on him, he just punished me and he wouldn't talk to me at all. So... This was like, he didn't talk to me for about four months, maybe about four months. And um, then he calls me and, you know, he wanted to see me now. In these four months, four months, I became stronger. I became, you know, I started to see things. I would ask myself, why would I want somebody who can't commit? Why would I want somebody that's unwilling to, you know, to love me the way that I love him? You know, why do I want somebody that continuous, that is, that can hurt me, that's always hurting me. And I mean, I got better. I, I started to, to learn my value. I started to know what I deserve, realize what I deserve. I mean, I, I, I researched, I did so much and, um, he called me and, and then when, when I, when I answered the phone and he said he wanted to see me, I saw him. I said, come, come over. And so he came to my house and, um, he kissed me like he missed me. He held me like he never wanted to let me go. God, it was it was such a great feeling. And I felt myself, I felt myself just going straight back to that that insecure little girl that he made of me or that I made of myself being with him. And I was just it wasn't the same that that last time it just was not the same but I couldn't deny him I, I couldn't deny him and I so I was just like 
you know, so confused. So I kissed him goodbye that night. He he went home. And ironically, <laughs> like, I'm at work the next night and I get a text from some, not a text, I mean, somebody found me, a stranger from Washington or something, found me on Facebook and proceeded to tell me that she's seen him and then that he's seen like four other girls. She put them on this whole chat thing. And um, they're telling me like all of the stuff that he's doing and how they, you know, they've been seeing him and going out with him. And, you know, I'm going to be out of the picture and everything. And then one of them told me that he was actually on a cruise with some other girl. Now, this is just like a day after that he came back into my life. And um, he was. Um, I found it. I found, you know, I called him and, you know, I found pictures of him on Facebook and everything. And um, I was completely devastated, like completely devastated. And then I did, you know, some horrible things. I mean, I said some horrible things because I, I knew that he was going to keep on coming. I knew that he was going to keep on coming into my life and I had to stop it. So I said some horrible things to him and I called him some horrible names and I found that girl that he was with and I told her all about it, which to me was the worst thing that I could have done in my life. That I mean, what those girls did to me, I did to somebody else and at, I still to this day feel so bad about that. I mean, it was only once, but I feel so, so bad about that because we as women have got to stick together when men are using us and playing us we cannot we cannot let them win at this game so you know I said things and I did did that thing with reaching out to this girl and um I made it so that he would never want to talk to me again because I knew that he would come after me I knew that he would come to me I knew that he would call me I knew that he would get me back and I knew that this was going to go on and on and on and on and I just said no this has got to stop Yvonne you are so much better than this and so I made it so he would not want to talk to me again and um it worked for a while (laughs) um it worked for a while but then um he called me he called me later this is way after those weeks of heartbreak that I'm going to tell you about and um it's way after all of that so when he called me that time I you know hey baby how you doing I hung up the phone (laughs) and I changed my phone number but that that was that so pretty much this was a guy that I truly loved with all of my heart and soul a pure innocent decent love that he did not deserve um the crying, the begging, the pleading, uh, you know, just all the things that I did to gain his love that, you know, I could never get, a love that I could never get. Um, I wished I loved myself as thin as half as much as I loved him. I really do. But I love myself now. And, um, I got through that and I am going to tell you how I'm going to read to you because I wrote down week by week what I went through and I am going to share that experience with you and I really really want you to know that you can get over a heartbreak you can get over being treated badly you are valuable you are beautiful and you are loved and you have to look into that mirror 
If you do not feel that way about yourself, I still look in the mirror. Anyway, I tell myself I love me every day. But you need to look into that mirror. You need to find that person staring back at you. You need to find them and and bring them back and love them and cherish that person because that person is you. That is you. And the greatest love of all, the greatest, most important love of all is the love that you have for yourself. I really and truly believe that. So we'll go on, we'll finish, we'll, you know, go on, we'll finish this up with what I went through, through those um, weeks, (laughs) months, (laughs) months of um, trying to get myself back together, finding how to, finding myself, learning how to love myself and getting over this heartbreak. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. If you are being abused in any way, please seek help. Don't let anybody put you down uh, or abuse you mentally, physically, or in any way. There are many places that you that you can go online, and there are so many places that are willing to help women in need and their children. You are capable of anything. Don't ever let anyone tell you that you're not. So that was the back story of how I fell in love with the man that broke my heart and we will continue this by you seeing how I got over the man that broke my heart that was from my book how my love in him taught me how to love myself you are blessed you are strong and you are loved good night friends and welcome back to Girl Talk with Bonji. So as promised, I am giving you week by week of what I went through during my during my heartbreak. Um, it was rough, it was hard, but like I said, I found myself, I started to love myself, and I overcame this, and so can you. Okay, so week one, when um you know, I did that thing and called him names and made sure that he would never talk to me again. Of course, right after that, I felt, oh my God, he's never going to talk to me again. And so, you know, after like a couple of days of not hearing from him, I began to get agitated and upset and um, depressed. I didn't know what to do with myself. I was just so 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 upset (laughs) I mean I I wanted this to happen I know that I know deep in my heart I needed for him not to talk to me not to want to talk to me not to come back into my life you know not to hurt me not to break my heart but as much as I wanted that I had to call him names and you know call him out and all of that stuff knowing that he was going to be mad enough that he would just cut me off um he did for a little bit anyway. Well, it was it was a while, but he did. And um, during that time, I realized, okay, I accomplished my goal. And now I'm just totally and completely a wreck. Um, just a wreck. Um, my heart was breaking. My world was crumbling around me. I didn't, I didn't know what 
you know, what to do. I mean, I know what happened. I know what I did. I know, I know I accomplished my goal, but you know, I just felt so confused and lost and pretty much, you know, how come he's not fighting for me? How come he's not calling me back? Even though I know I, I said bad things. I didn't want him to call me back. I mean, I was like, I hate you, you devil. I mean, just all types of things. Um, I sent him text messages. I, I begged him, please just come back. Don't let me go. I mean, I was a complete mess. I cried all day. Um, I would go to work when I got, um, I would be okay. A couple of times I had to, you know, go to the bathroom and just cry and break down and then go back and do my job. Um, a lot of people that I didn't know, a lot of people that I worked with, um, a lot of the guests, they were literally, literally asking, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? You seem different. So my whole all of my happiness was gone, and everybody knew, like everybody knew. I mean, my friends was coming up to me, you know, what can we do to help you? What's going on? And in this part, in, in, in the beginning of this, I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't think I had any friends. I didn't um, think my family cared about me. All I cared about was him. And how am I going to get him back into my life? I didn't, I just didn't communicate with any, any of the people that were really worried about me. Any of the people that actually cared. Like my friends would call me, my family would call me. And I didn't want to answer the phone. Only, the only person I wanted to answer the phone to was him. The one who didn't give a damn about me. So, I mean, it was terrible. The, I, I felt empty. I felt alone. I mean, I, I mean, there's, there's no words to express of what I was going through. And I just like, I couldn't reach out to anybody. I just wanted to talk to him. That's all I wanted to do. I mean, I kept telling myself, this is a dream. This is not happening. How come you're not talking to him? Um, I was like a wounded dog or puppy and just looking for her master. And, um, it was, it was it was a rough time. It was rough. That first week, second week, you know, it was very, very hard. And and like where I worked, they always played, you know, songs that had his name in it and his name would come up and stuff I was doing and it was just be like I would just be like, Oh my God and I could not sometimes hold back the pain or the tears as I'm going through my just my day. I remember I would get in the car, as soon as I would get in my car, I would just completely break down completely and just start crying like it's finally I'm away from people I can just let it out now I was not afraid to cry because that's all I did was cry and pray to God um I and I I mean I driving down the street I would see a car that looked like his I would start crying I would hear songs that remind me of him and I would cry and I would listen to those sad hopeful songs and I would cry and um you know I wouldn't I wouldn't answer my phone I wouldn't talk to anybody it, it was just like it was like like he died and I never got a chance to say goodbye and I was never going to see him again. And, you know, I lost like a part of me. It was horrible. And I'm feeling all of this, all of this pain. I'm feeling all of this anguish that I'm feeling for a person that's on a cruise with someone else, someone who didn't care if I lived or died. Not at all. And, um, you know, that's the sad part about when we love somebody and they're, 
destroying us. They're breaking us up. They're breaking us down. They're just treating us bad. They just don't care the way we do. They just don't. As much as you want them to, they 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 just do not. He would not have known if I would have jumped in front of a bus for him or anything. He wouldn't have cared. He was just doing his thing. So, my friends, try not to get so caught up in that. Try not to get so caught up in someone you loving someone and they're not giving you anything back because you're you're feeling all this pain and they're out there doing another woman you know they're out there doing their thing and um not thinking about you and all of that energy and time and effort that you're putting into them is just wasted it's just it's just wasted time it's wasted effort it's it's just not worth it's not worth it it doesn't it doesn't make things better it doesn't fix things they're still not going to care how much you cry how much you you beg or whatever you do they're just not going to care if they cared they would be with you they would not be hurting you they would not be letting you go so easily um i mean i i really have to say the like the first and second and you know maybe into the third week I mean it was just um like I said around the third week is is pretty much I feel the same I am completely lost I'm confused I mean this now this is someone I talk to every day that I had to talk to that I needed to talk to even no matter how bad he was treating me and even if I didn't talk to him a text a good night um I had to and I just I just couldn't figure out why didn't he fight for me? Why did he, you know, I, although I know what I did. So this is the crazy thing about it. It's like, I knew I needed him out of my life, but I just, I mean, I, I knew how I was going to behave. So I did those things to make, to make sure that he wouldn't want to talk to me. But yet I begged him and begged him in all types of ways to please forgive me, please come back. And, you know, but I pissed him off enough that he, you know, he was pissed off for a while, which was my goal. Sometimes you just have to do what you have to do. Sometimes you just, you can't let somebody go, no matter how much they're hurting you. But the best thing for you is to find a way to to let them go and find a way for them to not, to not want to talk to you because they enjoy hurting you. They enjoy putting you through that pain. They enjoy using you and dragging you along. It makes them feel good. So week two, I kept asking myself, you know, why won't he call? Why won't he answer? And like I said, I knew why. I mean, I just couldn't stop crying. This is like week two, three, this week two and three together. I mean, I can't really, pretty much it took like that first initial torturous, we just broke up. I'm never going to see him again. I can't even function my heart is being ripped out of me feeling lasted about like maybe two and a half to three weeks where it was just unbearable like it was just unbearable um I just like I feel I felt as though I'm never gonna love anybody again nobody's ever gonna love me you know um I, I felt like why can't I be loved I'm a loser you know I hate myself I don't you know why 
Why is this happening to me? Why can't I get him to open up to me? Why can't I love him so much? If he loved me half as much as I loved him, then we would be okay. He didn't love me one quarter, one inch, one fraction of how much I loved him. Not one. And just, I just, I felt as though he belonged to me. I, I just, I felt as though he, he was mine and I had to have him back into my life. Um, it was very hard. It was it was very very hard. I'm not going to tell you that you know it's not hard when somebody breaks your heart, when somebody leaves you, when somebody that you just com- completely care about just is not there for you anymore. And I'm like some I'm sub I'm like a baby girl. So I mean I was dependent on this man and so on on levels that some people can't even comprehend. Um so this was deep and it was um it was hard and it was unbearable but yet I made it through and so can you. Um, you know, after a little bit, so I'm going to say I'm going into about a month now. Um, it's like, I, I, I just had to do something. I, I needed to find a way to get them back. So what did I do? I go online searching how to get your man back, how to make a man fall in love with you, how to get your lover back. I mean, there are so many sites I spent hours at Barnes and Noble going through books, I mean, ways to get them back, how to make them love me, body language, what I can do, just so much. I was reading book after book after book after book of how to make this man love me. <laughs> I just can't believe it <laughs> that that we go through so much to try to make somebody do something that they just won't do or they just can't do. Um, wow, I just thought that I'd be so happy once I had him back in my life. I mean, I I, I literally researched all of this stuff. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I just started reading all of these books. And then, you know, one thing I, I came across something that says maybe I should... She'll, she'll get my own life together. Maybe I should get myself together. And then I can let him see that, you know, I'm all right without him. I'll be okay. Now, this is me still thinking about him, still trying to figure out how can I get him to want me back? Well, maybe if he sees that I'm okay, then he'll come back to me. So I'm figuring, how am I supposed to do that? I, you know, I'm depressed. I'm just like shot to hell. My life is just in turmoils. I can't turmoil. I can't stop crying. I'm not putting on makeup. I'm making it through work because I have bills to pay and you know, and it was just so hard. So this one book said, do not contact him. Do not text him. Do not, you know, reach out. Do not do anything for 30 days, 30 days. And I was just, Oh my God. I was like, uh, you know, I'll try it. Maybe he'll miss me. Maybe he'll call me. Maybe he'll reach out. Um, so I tried it. I stopped carrying my phone with me. Um, I, I, I stayed out of my apartment. This is before I cleaned all of his memories out and everything. I, you know, I, I would go home, I would go to bed or I would maybe go out drinking or something. Um, I was doing a lot of shopping. Um, and then I actually just started changing my apartment around like 
one one day, you know, I just started changing everything around, getting rid of all of his stuff. I joined the gym. I started watching movies and hanging out with my sons, people that actually really cared about me. I started going visiting my family, um, friends. I would go out to lunch and dinner. I would just do everything. I was still sad and I was still praying and, and I was still just in the, this dark place, but I was occupying my time as best I could. And I, I mean, I always look for his text, for a call, for a text, nothing. I, I never came. I would cry, but I still got up and I went to the gym. I still hang, hung out with my friends. I still watched movies with my kids. You know, I still kept myself busy. And um, it worked. Working, especially the gym, working out was amazing. It was, it just made me feel good. And, you know, I, I actually... I enjoy going to the bookstore. I I enjoy hanging out at at the bookstore and killing time and um, reading books and staying away from my phone or the computer or any way that I can reach out to him. I mean, I was still missing him dearly. This is about a month now, and I was still missing him. Um, But I started to just do me, like, in some kind of crazy way. Um... You know, after about a month, a month and a half, two two months, I I I wasn't crying as much, but I was busy. I was working out. I was feeling better. Um, I still always pray God, pray to God, please God, bring them back, bring them back. You no, know, even though I'm feeling much better, and I'm still sad, but I, you know, I'm doing all of this pretty much at this point, not for myself. I'm doing it so. He can see that I'm doing okay. I'm posting this on Facebook. You know, I'm showing all of my happy moments. Not, none of my sad moments, which was still kind of more than my happy moments. But I, moments, but I wanted him to see that I'm okay. Because, you know, everything I did, I did with the, the thought of getting him back. Um, I asked God. I prayed to God. I was like, God, please just make him love me. Make him. Make him love me. Every day. Um... You know, I just, the the 30 day thing, I mean, I'm probably, you know, going into maybe like 10 days of the 30 day thing. And I'm just like, I can't do this. This is crazy. It's like, this is killing me. It was so hard. It's like, I don't know. It's like, he was like an an addiction to me. Like I was like, he was my crack. You know, I just had to have him. Um, But you know, I would, I would get up, I would feel sad, I would cry, I would look at my phone, I would put it down, and I would get up and I would go to the gym. Or I would get up and I would, you know, go running, or I'd get up and I would go shopping. And um, I, I just started reading books about self-help. Uh, just because I was in a bookstore and I was reading all type of th- types of things, I, I kind of got off the how to get them back and all of that because I was actually doing something to benefit my body and myself and my mind. So I started reading books about self-help and um wow, that actually just changed me um completely. Uh not at that moment, but it you know, the first thing I read is almost like it, it seems that the most important thing to get him to get him back was to work on me. The most the, the most important thing is you have to love yourself. So even though I was still aching for him, I, I still felt 
such an emptiness, like a hole in my heart without him. I mean, I was still crying myself to sleep. And this is like a month, almost two months in. I mean, I was reading about relationships and what what it takes to maintain a healthy one. And, you know, when I read about all of that stuff of how, you know, things are actually two-sided, not one, I was just like, wow. It's like, this is nothing. This is nothing. I had nothing with him. I mean, we did not have a loving relationship. We had a passionate up and down roller coaster, um, crazy relationship, but I was in a relationship. He wasn't. So that doesn't make it an actual relationship. So, um, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I pretty much fell in love and he didn't, um, he should have let me go then. He should not have led me on for those years or months or that that long, but he did. And um, and probably because I begged him to. I was begging to get hurt. I was begging him to stay in my life so he can hurt me. Um, at this point, I still just couldn't understand, like, why he couldn't fall in love with me. I couldn't understand it because I loved him so much, much but... um. I was learning a lot about myself when I was reading those self-help books. I was learning so much about myself and I was I knew that he was he was working on my insecurities. He was working on my, you know, my my submissiveness. He was working on my, you know, just no confidence or not loving myself. He 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 just did whatever he wanted to me and I allowed it to happen. Um so in that time, I, you know, I was just, like I said, I was reading, I was learning about myself. I was going to the gym, I was going shopping and, and um, I was just trying to, it's in the beginning stages of, of me just trying to help myself. Um, I'm, le- I'm, ne- I'm in less pain there in the week and in about two months later, I'm in less pain. It's not as bad. I still cry. I mean, sometimes I still cry now. And this is like four years later. When you love somebody, it doesn't go away. It doesn't, a, a memory or anything can just set you off. But um, when I felt bad, when I felt down, when I felt like I couldn't take it, I went to the gym and I worked out. I swam it off. I worked out. I did what I had to do. And um, it was great. It was a good time. It was it was something that enabled me to just do my thing. It enabled me to just go on with my pain and just let it happen. Um, to, to just let it flow through me, to let it um, subside a little bit. Um, it absolutely sucks when somebody uses you. It, it absolutely sucks when somebody has no care in the world for you and you care so much about them. But they can sit there and they can say they love you. They can sit there and they can say all the words that they want. And then they can, you know, not talk to you for a week or or punish you for saying what's on your mind. I remember he used to always just say, if I talked, if I asked questions, just sit down and be pretty. Don't ask any questions, baby girl. And so I didn't. I would just sit down and just let my worries and my fears just go away with his kisses. 
for that night or day or three days. And um, you can't. You can't sit there and you cannot sit there and be pretty. Ask questions. Know what's going on with the person that you love. Know how they feel about you, not by what their their words, but how they treat you and their actions towards you. So that's that um, for now. And I will continue with, um, you know, another month, like what, month five, six, about, about, I don't know. I got so caught up in that, I just kind of got emotional as um, that pain never goes away. Sometimes when you really, 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 truly love somebody, like with every fiber of your being, and they do this to you, it's just, it never goes away, but it does subside. And you can function, and you can live, and you can learn from this. You can learn from this. Sometimes, like I said, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me, but it was also the best because I, I, came, I, be, I came out of that so much better, so much stronger. Um, so there I am. I'm at the gym. I'm going to the gym. I, I'm reading self-help books. I, um, you know, I'm numb to the pain. It's not as bad every day. I'm another day closer to being better. I would tell myself every day. I will wake up and I say, and I would go to bed and I say, okay, you made it, you made it through this day. You're another day closer to being better. And that's how I lived for that amount of time so like I said I'll get back with you for um the next month or you know what happened after this um once I started to um um just going on with my life and and trying to figure out what to do (laughs) with this heartbreak thank you for listening to girl talk with Bonji. And I'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) You are blessed. You are loved. And you are beautiful. Don't forget that, friends.